problems with your audio, your issues. My problems with my audio were 15 minutes ago. We got those straightened out. Listen, I can't help <laughs> that you hold up the show. Can't. Even if I don't hold up the show, I, I mean, I was here early. You were here early? For you? Mm -hmm. You were here early for you. We'll say that. Oh, no, I was in the green room for like 15 minutes before you let <laughs> me in. Well, that's not my fault. I was busy. I'm sure Katie was, too, because, see, you let us both in at the same time. That's all I know. I was busy. I was reading and she's through stuff. Before I, I was reading through stuff, Steve, so I don't know what to tell you. You can't hear the little ding that comes up when you're supposed to let somebody in the fucking... There's no ding. There is a ding. ding. I don't hear it. I get a I don't ding. Get a ding. Well, I don't get a ding, so I don't know what to fucking tell you. I don't get a ding. There's no ding, and I pay for the service, too. God damn it. I want my ding. Maybe go into settings and see if you can turn the ding on. I don't think so. <clears throat> I want my ding. I, I want I my damn ding. Actually. I hope so. Right. Where's your little banner? You forgot your little scrolling banner across the bottom. Oh, the, across the bottom. Should, I should have put it up, Steve. Let's just do it. Let's you don't have to. I'm just saying. Let's, you normally have it. it. There, right? Let's fix it. Let's fix it. Let's fix it, Steve. I'm used to Dave, it. Uh, 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 hold on, Steve. I got you, buddy. I got you. I don't want you to feel like you're out of place here. Or out of time, so to speak. Ah. Uh -huh. I've been out of time for a long time. You have? We're out of place. Oh. My fucking dog over there groaning and moaning. Little bitch. All right. There you go. You ready? There you go. You happy now? Oh, that looks so nice. <coughs> you like that? Does that make you? Does that, tick, does that tickle your pee pee? It doesn't do that, but it's uh, it's a nice little uh, addition. To the nice show. little addition to the the show. All right, you ready to start this shit? Well, we we never tested the audio, Steve. Can you can you hear this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right, good. Yep. There you go. We'll get going then. You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Good evening. Welcome to the 40th Slip. This is episode 191 People Out of Time. Out of place, out of time, out of—I don't know—out of fucking excuses. I am right now, Steve. That's what I got for you, buddy. Okay. I'm just completely. I wasn't out helping of you out either. No, you were just fucking letting me flounder. You just let me go because, down, you know, down, down. Because you know that's what you would do to me. Oh. <laughs> You damn skippy, I would. I would just sit there and watch you fucking try to stay afloat. <laughs> well, that's why I don't run this show. I mean, because I, I would never Will, be able to stay Will's afloat. taking my foot and putting it on your head and pushing you under. Mm -hmm. That's what I do, Steve. That's what I'm here for. No matter what it meant to the success of this show, or lack thereof, yeah. you'd still do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hot as fuck out, Steve. Is it hot where you are? Uh, I don't know. I've been inside all day. Yeah, and the AC. I went outside briefly. Yeah, in the AC. Yes. Is it is it hot out? I can tell yeah, you it's, it's in, fucking it hot in here. The 
Katie, is it how are you are? Oh, it might have been in the 90s. Oh, yeah, it's been hot and sticky, but it just hot. started raining and there's a nice cool breeze now. Oh, yeah, I like those nice cool breezes. I'll tell you what, though. I fucking, I decided today. Hey, you two fuckers, stop fighting over a bone. Hey! Uh, I decided today, fuck the, fuck the future generations. Fuck them. Let's free on the shit out of this place so that I can stay cool. <laughs> Comfort trumps environmental issues by far. <laughs> fucking I don't care just, who you are. Just fucking free on the shit out of this stuff. Like, I don't give a fuck if we fuck this planet up so bad in years to come that the fish have to walk out onto the fucking land and they get their fucking turn at shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was thinking about that today, too, Steve. You know, we fucked the planet up so bad that the fish got to come out. You know, that they get their turn. Like fish people? Like fish people they come out eggs. onto land. They, they, they fucking come out onto land. And then they see, like, our... they Like, the pyramids will probably still be fucking standing. And they'll see those, yeah. and then they'll go, Wow. Those had to have been built by aliens. <laughs> Oh, be the same story, oh. except the people look like fish. Did you fucking hear? Uh, did you look at the uh, the UFO report at all? I know you're a big fan of that shit. No, no, it hasn't actually come out yet, has it? I know there's been some leaks. No, no, no. I thought it came. Or has it come out? out. I, oh, it came I didn't out. look at it yet. That was, was later in the impression. I could be wrong. <clears throat> I didn't think I'd seen it yet. I thought it was coming out like the twelfth or the thirteenth or something. Maybe I'm wrong. And I'm sure. I'm sure it's later in the month. I know there's been some, quote unquote, leaks, but I haven't heard what they are. Some scuttlebutt. They ain't gonna fucking tell us anything. What are they gonna tell no, us? No, of course not. It's gonna be watered down for sure. There may be some new information in there. I'm not gonna, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a watered down deal. It's not gonna be anything worthwhile. I'm still nervous about it, but yeah. uh, maybe I shouldn't be. I don't know. Why are you nervous about it? I don't know. I don't trust the government. And <laughs> I don't trust the thing. government. Well, do you? Big daddy government. Um, No. No, I don't. No. I don't know anybody who does. So, I, But this one where they're all kind of on board with all this shit, that's, that worries me. I don't like I it don't when they're on board. I don't trust anything that that's part usually. of a system. I should put it more to that. Uh, I don't trust when something's part of a system. Like, okay, so for the record, police officers are people. Okay, but the minute they clock in, they're a part of a system. So you got to understand that. It's like that. It's like those types of things. When, when you're part of that system, you're bound by the rules of that system. <clears throat> It's it's a slippery fucking yeah, slippery I just know that anytime in the history of mankind, all of it, governments are always every single time corrupt. Every one of them. Has a, government, a, a government's a system. Everyone. Systems don't care. Once you're part of a system, the system doesn't care. It's like the tax collector doesn't give a shit. You know? The tax collector doesn't care. No. Fuck you, pay they, me. 
The tax collector is worse. People don't care. Yeah, right. They don't care. They're like fucking the dude in Goodfellas. Fuck you. Pay me. You you can't make the rent. Fuck you. Pay me. You know, uh, you didn't fucking get a check this week. Fuck you. Pay me. That's the way it is. Enjoy. That's what you that's what you signed up for. And and didn't at the same time. You know, we're a lot of well, we're all born into it, I guess. Born into the bullshit, wherever it is. You're either born into it here or you're born into it somewhere else. It doesn't matter where else. Yeah. Some now some of it's more extreme than others. Yeah. But it's all the same fucking thing in the end. It's all degrees. Know? It's all just degrees. And when you live in it, it's different too. You know, when you're a part of it, I don't fucking know anymore. I really don't. I don't. Let the fish people take over. Fuck it. Fish people, Steve. Let the fish people take over. They can decide whether or not the pyramids were made by aliens. <clears throat> I think your cat's an alien now, Steve. I'm pretty <laughs> fucking cat. sure. That's so funny. He's a fucking alien he doesn't now. Even, doesn't even look like my cat. <laughs> yep. Hilarious. Hilarious. So, for those of you who don't know it, then there's probably nobody because I don't see any chat going on. No, there's, the there's been shaved. people watching and, and listening, but there's nobody in the chat tonight. Long hair <coughs> cat and uh, gets all tangled up his hair, gets all matted and shit. So, they had him shaved. As you should. You should he have looks Siamese. I thought he you know, looks like a Siamese cat. No, he's not. He's like a Himalayan yeah. something or other. Well, you could have a pain in the ass dog, Steve. You know, the just very rare kind of cat. Fuck out of you. I mean, um, okay. You could have one of those. I, I like dogs. My wife has almost got me talked into having one. A dog? A small one. You know, a, a really? lap dog. A dog uh, you can take with you. Ah, uh, lap dog. Steve, I'm no. not a big fan. No, no I know. I'm not a fan. You got to go at least a little bigger than a lap dog. Like, you got to well, go like slightly bigger. You got to go like uh, border collie size. That's too big, man. No, it isn't. Border For us, collies it is. Stay, border collies stay relatively small. Yeah, well, you. they're a medium sized dog, but they're high energy. Well, yeah, but I mean, there that size, know. that size, that's the size you want. My Not mother easy. has a border collie. Yeah. That dog is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love my not because she's mean, just because she jumps all over you and it's it's horrible. Well, that's can't walk in my mom's house without getting attacked. Dog, I'm gonna tell you right now, that's that's on Steve, that's on the owner. Well, my now it's on, sure. She used to be an outside dog. My mom needed a dog, she wanted a dog for protection. That's it, and that dog will scare the fuck out of you. Oh yeah, that's fine. Because it'll, it'll it'll come up on you. <clears throat> but you also have to take control of the fucking dog if you're gonna own one. Right. My mom didn't get the dog till it was well well aged. You know that that's not a young dog. Like, and so, I know that because I've got a dog that I from. that I have to work around that because I can't control her in certain situations. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I have to like we got summer. We're in full swing summer now. So I'm fucking taking the dog like down the alleyway beside the fucking house to shit and piss 
so that she doesn't see anybody. It's fucking crazy. It sucks. Not yeah. <laughs> but my mom didn't get the dog because it was a nice, kind, gentle dog. She got it. Right, it was my sister's that. dog, but it was an outside yes. dog. But then it's a border collie, so they're a little more difficult. Yeah. To to get, you know, calm down. They love people. Jet sex. Talk, Jet sex, man. Bigfoot, talk Bigfoot. Talk whatever no. the fuck we want to talk. Yeah. Talk fucking whatever I want to talk about. Rick L. Bigfoot no, no. dog. Okay. Our fans aren't right in the head. <clears throat> no. Um, so the reason I need a small dog is because we travel a lot and dogs are right. needy, so it would have to go with us. Yeah. I can't have yeah, a big, you know, Great Dane in the fucking back of the Kia. No, I fr we freaking can't leave these fucking two. They're freaking yeah. needy as fuck. My cats could care less. We can leave them for a week. That's true. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Your cats. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person, and unfortunately, that comes with certain responsibilities, Steve. So I yeah, I'm deal irresponsible. I deal with it. I just I've deal actually with had it. dogs most of my life. I just we don't have one now. Yeah. And I'm not sure when we will. I'm not. We, it's a big commitment because of the travel. Get a pomeranian. And then when you travel, I want a frou-frou dog. Fucking pomeranian. I could see you with a little black uh, pomeranian, jet black pomeranian. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't want to no. put a little bandana on him. Fuck yeah, Steve. Fuck yeah. I think Steve's more of a miniature pincher kind of guy. Maybe that that would probably be a little <clears throat> bit better. I don't know. Minpin? Do they make do they make miniature Labradors? <laughs> I just found out apparently they make miniature pit bulls now. They call them pocket bullies. Oh god. Ooh, they are that would be adorable. Cool. I had never oh, heard I, of them. I bet. I bet they are. I bet We're they gonna are. We're going to get a cane corso one of these days. And they're big, big I have to say, though, dogs. every pit bull that I've met, wonderful dog. Yeah. It's all about, again, ownership. You know, yes. and, and <clears> yeah. They are defensive, though. They will, you know, yeah. if they think you're attacking their owner or something, they will get you. Una will bark at everyone. She sounds fucking vicious, but she won't hurt you. Like, that's the funny thing. Like, she just wants you to pet her. It's hilarious to me. Like people come in and they're like, ah, and it's like, just fucking pet her. Like I, I wouldn't let you in the house. If I thought for a second that the dog was going to bite you, just pet the fucking dog. And she'll calm down. And then they pet her and she calms down. She's all fucking. <laughs> she's a bit loviest fucking dog in the world, but she's an asshole. And that's what I inherited. <laughs> that fun but we're actually looking to to move at some point it's not anytime soon but we've got to try to find a place with property at least a backyard you yeah. get a backyard fenced in backyard you're good to go <clears throat> I don't know how your dog would be on the fence but well, I don't. Not, she'd try to get through the fence, but she was too damn stupid to figure out how. Yeah, you know, I don't dig holes or whatever. But I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't let him out alone anyway. So. Oh, we uh, we did. She she had a doggy door. No, I wouldn't do that. 
there's too much that can happen. And especially with the way the way the owner is, is just not a good idea. But anywho, Steve. As long as I mean, as long as your yard is secure, you should. I, I Steve, I got to get back to the fish people taking over the world. All right. People no want to talk about what if people want to talk people? about people want to talk about strange things. I said that dog people might take dog. over the world at one point. Well, we already have dog men, so it should. Well, be. no, I said to fucking David. That I thought that if people fucking got wiped off the face of the earth, I think that the dogs, wild dogs, would become the apex predator eventually, and would eventually, you know. Yeah, I think you're right because there's a lot. Especially, of well, especially the way that koi wolves are breeding in the northeast and on the eastern side of the United States, um, and they've taken a huge foothold. And I think that's pretty cool. It's interesting. Maybe they'll wipe us out. Maybe there'll be like a fucking a yeah. dog man done. human war someday. We're done. Fucking dog men versus the world or versus humans. So it wouldn't be like fucking but, werewolves versus vampires. It'd be werewolves versus people. But they're not werewolves. They're dog they're men. Just dogs. They're dog or men. Just dogs. Because, you know, eventually Do they stand evolution up? will make them. Well, they will up. because they're dog men. Eventually, they already do, according to some people. But they eventually they're going to stand up and like start using their paws, holding guns and shit. Will they ride horses like Planet of the Apes, Planet of the Dog Men? See, I, they say they think plant, well, apes have had their chance. Yeah, this is the result right here. You and I. Take it's your hands off me, you damn dirty dog man. <laughs> it isn't going to be apes next time. It's going to be dogs. <laughs> or be, cats. Cats aren't. Cats have a lot longer way to go. Although cats are more independent. Cats might. It might be cats. But I can't see a cat man as being you know, like real. Planet flat. of the I don't give a fuck <laughs> animals. <laughs> dog man's a little threatening. Catman, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dogman, dogman, fuck shit up. And fish people, it's gonna take a long time for them to, you know. Well, I'm telling you, that's if we fuck everything like really bad up, fuck things up, and they have to come out of the ocean once they have well, to. I think they already you know, are. That's what all these UFOs are. They're fish people coming out of the ocean. Fish people, maybe they are. Maybe, maybe the next fucking the next iteration. I think the defining factor is going to be which species develops thumbs first. Opposable thumbs, I think, are a very important factor. For and domination. then which one of those species develops masturbation? <laughs> well, the several already, already have already that. Have so. Oh, yeah. Uh, dolphins. Fucking, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, uh, quite a bit of, uh, the, quite a few of the, uh, that class of, like killer whales, dolphins. I want to say porpoises. Yeah, they are pretty fucking rapey. That's some crazy shit. Um, but there's some other animals that actually have sex for pleasure. Um, that aren't. Uh, I was this, they were talking about it on a show I listened to recently. 
but that's some pretty that's interesting shit. Like the dolphins, those the motherfuckers fascinate the shit out of me. I they have like their own languages. What's that? I forgot about the dolphins. Yeah, I can see it. If fishmen were dolphin men. Or dolphins will gather all the species together, maybe. And yeah, but dolphins would just come out and be another mammal. We're mammals. Well, they kind of have to be. They don't have to be. To, to breathe air. Well, what if the fishmen come out with like little things on the sides of the head? <laughs> water in it. Little yeah, little, little to keep the water in. Some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like SpongeBob when he goes into Sandy's house. Where do they figure that shit out? I don't know. Over his head. I don't know. Steve, I'm just I'm just fucking spitballing here. So I think we can agree to disagree on how the fish people are coming out of the fish land, but I think it's going to be dolphins, and they're not fish. I get it. Whatever. No, they're mammals. Yeah, dolphins, and they'll be overly. So what you're saying is that. The next iteration of uh, a civilization by a species on this planet will be dolphins. And according to Katie, they'll be extremely rapey. Yes. Well, I don't think the next iteration. I think that's millions of years down the road. Oh. I think dog dog men are closer. So basically, they'll be humans. And dog men are are (laughs) rapey, too. As our humans. As our humans. Well, you know, without a system of government, we'd be really rapey. So there Listen, are good things. When you go back to fucking old times and it's fucking gets crazy. It go it gets fucking crazy. I think about that shit well, now. Like what well, it was like back in like medieval times and shit. Stuff's scary. Well in caveman times, I mean how that how too. They didn't get married. I mean, there was no marriage. Yeah, there's no marriage. We were, and I'm, it, it was whatever, you know, because that's how the species propagated. And why we aren't that way now, I don't know. And it's probably a good thing, but, you know, yeah. that's a, probably a good thing. It is a good thing. Yeah. That we're not rapey. I mean, we are rapey. I mean, look at all, I mean, you see it in the news every day, but. Yeah. But well, it's, 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 it's one of those things that I never, I, I don't understand. I've never understood. It's one of the, it's the same type of thing with, uh, as like serial killers or murderers. I just don't get it. I don't get the thing that switch that isn't there. You know what I mean? I don't know. But if we were just any other regular animal, those things would be fairly normal, probably. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the animal kingdom, there's no rape. There's no, you know... Uh, right, right. I know what you're saying. Killer. I know what no, you're saying. So, but in in and of that, like, I'm one of those people that I'm fascinated by, like, true crime and stuff because I don't understand that. <clears throat> right, and I get... I, I am, too, and I understand that as humans, we've developed a conscious, and that keeps us... Conscience, you know, yeah, conscience, yeah. So, because most of us, most of us have that, it is very hard to understand the people who don't. Oh, moral compasses, yeah. I think empathy is a huge factor, and that's definitely a human trait. But 
there are unfortunately people who just don't have it. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think in some cases that genetically people are born without empathy or, or that they're um, psychopaths. Yeah. I think that that does happen. However, I, don't disagree. I think that by and large, by a huge percentage, it has a lot to do with how they're raised by their mother and their father. Yes. Well, I, I think, think that, there might just be some like unknown neuropathy, like some part of our brains that we don't fully understand the science behind. And no, no, no. I, I no, I, I acknowledge that. I think that there's a percentage that's that. Right, but there's a that huge has that, factor too. I but I think that by and large, that a big majority of those people, are, it happens because of the way they're raised and how they view like. Uh, and a lot of times it comes back to how they view their mother. Yeah, that's a huge factor in a lot of the big cases of like serial killers and stuff. They all have a a weird relationship with their mother. Weird mom thing. Mm-hmm. Always a weird mom thing. Ed Gein, weird fucking mom thing. Even <clears> that know, Sam, Sam guy we just covered, he had a weird mom thing going on too. Yeah. I didn't get into that part of it. Yeah, that was. I actually put that book on my wish list today. Yeah. Yeah, the ultimate evil. I put it on my wish list for my Kindle. I'm gonna get it. I just don't know when. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that and that stuff fascinates me. Like, how much of that is, you know, how much of that's because two people decided to have a kid that definitely shouldn't have for one, and then just fucking basically gave them a tortured life. Right. I have a hard time, though, thinking that that's a soul. There has to be some other oh, physical be component because there's plenty of people who have shitty mothers and they turn out just fine and they don't. Oh, yeah. So no. Yeah. So, yeah, complicated. The, the, I think there's a lot of different factors, but I think that that the rearing part is a huge one. Yeah, I think that's a huge one. Um Based on what I've what I've seen over the years and watched, I've watched a lot of documentaries on serial killers. The one that got me that I didn't realize what he'd done was BTK. I looked, I started looking into BTK, and I thought, you know, the dude just like bound and tortured and killed some people. You know, I didn't realize like what he'd done exactly. And when they went into like what he did to the like that little girl. In the basement, I was just like, oh, 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 that was rough. That made me fucking cringe. Well, he was just so stone cold, too. Like, when he would speak about it and stuff, it just, he was yeah. so expressionless and so matter of a fact. And he's creepy. That was one where it was, like, really, like... He sat there and masturbated while she was strung up and just, oh, God. It was just, it made me just, like, want to crawl out. of. It's one of those things that made me want to crawl out of my own skin. You know, it's it's weird, like, how that shit can affect me. Um, but, wow, jet sex is, like, just going off in the fucking... Yeah, I quit reading it a while ago. Goddamn fucking Jesus. <clears throat> Anyhow. Jet Sex hasn't been around for a while, so welcome back. Yeah, welcome My biggest back. biggest fan, I think. Yeah, you're a biggest fan. 
Steve, you got any news tonight? Sure. Okay. If the thing will play. There we go. All right, I don't really want to read this one, but Katie sent it to me, so I'm gonna. Okay. It's already this one freaked me out just from the it first med, really. Yes, this okay. is from uh, El Paso, Texas, from KTSM.com. Down uh, in the says, West Texas town of El Paso. Oh, Robinson, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I fell in love with him. Imagine you're yeah. sleeping in your bed and start to hear what sounds like rain. And even feel ah. something dripping down on your face. Oh. However, upon turning on the lights, the water is actually blood. Piss. Oh. No, it's blood. Uh, that's what happened to Anna Caradinas in El Paso. She ah. woke up to a disturbing discovery of blood on her face that seeped through the ceiling while she was asleep. Caradinas <laughs> says that she woke up <laughs> around 4 a.m. to the sound of something dripping when she got up to see what the noise was. She said what she thought was rain was actually blood spattered across the walls, her bed, and her body. Now, it was spattered across the walls because she had her ceiling fan on. So it was right above the ceiling fan, and it just scattered it everywhere. <sighs> she said it grossed oh. me out. I was in shock. I thought, this isn't real. This is a dream. Uh, I called maintenance, and they said, are you sure it's blood? But she called 911, and it turns out her... Her uh, upstairs neighbor had passed away. It was, he was, I don't know what his age was. It says between 55 to 70s. Uh, so he had been dead for about six days and he started to decompose, and that's when it started dripping down through. Uh, Not only was it blood, it was rotten human flesh blood. Uh, <laughs> that is why I didn't want. Ugh. They took the fan down and a pool of blood came down, Cardina said. Ugh. Ah. Uh. Can you imagine no. waking up to that? No. God, no. Whoa. Yeah, he just booted himself. <laughs> <laughs> I actually found that story from a follow-up story. That chick ended up getting tons of therapy, and she started a GoFundMe to raise some money for um, new furniture. So, <laughs> so yeah, that uh, that was the wrong button. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah, that 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 story. No, that would yeah, be my worst gross. nightmare right there. That's fucking gross. It's good that it was just a dead neighbor upstairs because let's say she didn't live in an apartment, and ugh, I, yeah, that had me. Like gives a whole new meaning to spin art right there. Yeah. Mm. Not only was there blood <laughs> dripping down on her. There was a ceiling ceiling fan going. Uh, uh, story number two. Remember Florida woman stuck in the rest in the drain? Remember that from a couple weeks ago? Sure. Yeah, we did a story on that two months ago, actually. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Kennedy was found in uh, a storm drain. Well, she's done it again. <laughs> Florida woman who was missing for <coughs> three weeks and then rescued from the Florida storm drain found herself. In another underground tunnel system in Texas over the weekend, according to media reports. Lindsay Kennedy, 43, climbed out of a six-foot drain pipe Saturday night and was taken to a hospital. Her mother mother told West West Palm Beach, Florida-based WPEC-TV 
It's a CBS affiliate, in case you wanted to know. Kennedy has been checked uh, into rehabilitation. No shit. <laughs> anyway, when you know, she was, she had been checked into rehabilitation, but she wandered off and ended up in another storm drain. In another oh. fucking storm drain. Yeah. What is she fucking she was follow Pennywise? In- Some dude with fucking <laughs> balloons just like, come on down here. We all float. Kennedy's friend, I can't imagine she has too many, Brady Morgan, told the news outlet that Grand Prairie officers spotted her. Uh, when they approached her, she slipped into a nearby storm drain, the news outlet reported. So she was right, running from police. That's what it was. Her family tracked her using an app on her cell phone that noted her last location prior to going underground. As a precaution, uh, her loved ones dropped bags of food and Gatorade in nearby manholes in an effort sustain her this is not a fake story this is real oh i know it's not (sighs) i know it's not steve (sighs) okay right button this time there we go okay there you go you you know you know all about that uh stand your ground defense i think in ohio is a stand your ground state i don't know what your if your state is so florida is Yeah, Yeah, Florida. Oh, yeah. Well, this is a Florida man story. So, uh, stand your ground defense rejected in iguana killing. A judge has rejected the stand your ground defense of a Florida man who said he beat an iguana to death only after it attacked him, biting him on the arm. PJ Nijala Patterson, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it or not. Patterson's fine. uh, Said, uh, must stand trial on a felony animal cruelty charge. Uh, Hmm. Yeah. The stand your ground law allows a person who is under attack and reasonably fears death or great bodily harm to use deadly force, even if they could retreat to safety. It has been used in several high profile cases since it was adopted 16 years ago, but this might be the first time the recipient of deadly force was an animal. Prosecutors said Peterson's savage, Pat Peterson, Patterson, excuse me, savagely beat, tormented, tortured, and killed the three foot iguana in a half an hour attack caught on surveillance video by the way i don't want to watch that one prosecutor alexandra dorman said at no time was the iguana posing any real threat to patterson uh, he he was not justified in his action when he kicked this uh, defenseless animal at least 17 times causing its death yeah i have to agree without seeing the video of course Okay. Animal control official said Patterson tormented the animal, which was why it bit him on the arm, causing a wound that required 22 staples to close. But at least the fucking thing got his, you know, bite in before the guy killed him. Mm. So he was already torturing the thing before it bit him. Why would oh, you do that? Oh, Florida man. Yeah, Florida man. That's the news. Florida man. Why'd you have to end us on a downer like that, Steve? That's because that's the order that Katie sent them to. Actually, you read them in reverse order, but whatever. Oh, yeah, reverse order. Did you want me to end on blood dripping from the ceiling? That would have been better. I mean, that was an interesting one, at least. Yeah. Iguana Man? See, this is why Jet Sex is so wrong. You are not the best newsman, Steve. You are a horrible newsman. Like a, a good newsman would have said, "Blood dripping from the ceiling." Blood. Listen, if it bleeds, it fucking. It's not that it leads, Steve. 
It's that it is the big story. So you lead into it. Ah. Uh. So the big story is at the end or should it be in the middle sometime? No, you put it at the end. At the end. Yeah, you put it at the end. I'll try to remember that next time. That's I usually put the poop story at the end. Well, you didn't have a poop story. So no, usually, blood you know, dripping from a decomposing body through the ceiling onto someone. That's the one you go with last. Oh, by the way, he died of natural causes, if anybody wanted to know. Oh, okay. Good. Yes. Not the iguana. The no. dead guy upstairs. Right. Not upstairs here in the news story. Right, 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 right. No well, dead guys upstairs? Sure. No, not here. Well, okay, not that good. I know of. All right. You want to check? Well, my wife watches a lot of murder shows, so okay. it's completely possible that there is a that dead you body could wind up being a dead man upstairs. <laughs> there could be a dead body stuffed in her attic somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, all right. But I, I have a feeling that since she watches so many of those shows, she would know how to take care of it. So she's got it all figured out. Well, this is what I'm going to tell you, Steve. Based, see, because I'm also someone that watches a lot of those shows, and the people that think they can get away with that shit because they watch a lot of them shows usually get caught. But the people who watch a lot of those shows usually don't try to get away with that shit because they're not the ones committing the crimes. They're the ones obsessed they're with just watching, watching the, the shit. Yeah. So, so how do you know that they wouldn't know how to get away with it? Well, See what I'm, saying? I'm just saying, Steve, generally, generally people just can't get away with it. Forensics is uh, pretty good nowadays. That DNA, Steve. I mean, let me just much... say, Steve Alcorn didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> In case there's any ever issue there. Oh, okay. <laughs> didn't happen. All, All right. right. Cut that off. So uh, let's get into our stories of the evening, Steve. Out of time, people. Out of place. Out of time. Were they from another land, Steve? I don't know where they're from. They're I don't know. Out of place and out of time. I can tell you where two of them are from. They're bullshit. I'm going to tell you that All right, right now. Notes. I know that two of these stories tonight are bullshit. One of them could be real. Or not. <laughs> or not. Uh, but uh, Steve had brought up the idea of doing this out of time guy. Uh, you brought that up what a couple of weeks ago? A couple of weeks ago, mm. yeah. And I said, Fuck it, let's throw it together, see what happens. Well, yeah, because I come up with a topic once every three or four years, and I threw in uh, a couple other out of time stories that are well known that people tend to think are real. And uh, I originally did these on my channel, on the YouTube channel, as bedtime stories way back. Um, I told the story of a couple of these. The man from Torred and uh, Rudolph Fence. Um, so we'll get into the man from Torred, Steve. In 1954, a well-dressed man arrived in Tokyo International Airport. He was Caucasian and spoke French and Japanese. Everything was normal about the man except for his passport. As he passed through customs, 
Authorities were confused to see that his passport was issued from a country called Torred. The passport looked, legit, looked and felt legitimate, but no one had heard of this country. The man was equally confused by their confusion and said that Torred had been an established country for over a thousand years, and it is impossible they haven't heard of it. <clears throat> they had him point to Torred on a map. He pointed to an area near France and Spain, what we know to be the Principality of Andorra. <clears throat> the man was frustrated that their map had renamed his home country and didn't understand the misunderstanding they were experiencing. Customs decided to detain the man in a private room while they investigated his origins. The man said he had a headache and he was going to sleep it off while they looked into it. The company he claimed to work for existed in Japan, but not in Andorra. And the hotel he claimed to have stayed at in Tokyo had no record of it. In his belongings, he had denominations of money from several different countries, which supported his claims of being a traveling businessman, but did nothing to answer the questions of this mysterious country called Torred. So they checked on the man in the room he was detained in, hopes on, in hopes on, of questioning him further. But when they opened the door, no one was in there. The room was empty with a neatly made bed. They did a thorough search of the area, but he could not be located, and his belongings that they had seized had disappeared as well. So, I know, before I'm going to get into the explanation of this, story's bullshit, people. It's bullshit. Of course it is. It's bullshit. But there are people that claim that this story is a real story. It tells a real story of a real type of time slip or maybe multiverse type thing. It's not. So, we'll get into the explanation. So, the story was an instant mystery still a popular urban legend. It's used as an example to support different multiverse theories as well as time travel. But if you really dig deep into a resolution of the story, there are two conclusions. First and most likely, the whole thing was made up. There's no official Japanese documentation on the case, and no mention of this story exists before the 2000s. It seems to be an internet fringe fiction story. The second possibility that gets referenced often is that the man was a con artist and did eventually get tracked down in 1959, arrested and prosecuted by authorities for producing a fake passport. But many believe the truth is somewhere in the middle. There was a mysterious man with a fake passport that some authorities, but the story has been embellishing and sensationalized over the years. As far as I've known, it's just a bullshit story. Oh, you said 2000s is the first occurrence, so sometime in the creepy pasta type thing, probably. Right. Internet rumor yeah. bullshit. And because of people looking for the true origins, there was a case from 1959 where there was a wanted man who was wanted in Japan for passport fraud. And they just kind of plucked that record and kind of attached it to it. But there's no record from this 1954 incident. Hmm. Because it didn't happen. Right. So, do you want me to do the the shiny one last? Nah, I I put it in the middle. I... Yeah, who who was Mister Shishani? Shishani. <laughs> yeah, mm. I like the Shishani story or Chuchani or whatever. They this call one's it. from. Uh, we actually took this one from Chuchani dot com. Um, Monsieur Chuchani. Uh, or Shushani uh, from whenever to 1968 is the nickname of an otherwise anonymous enigmatic enigmatic 
Jewish teacher who taught a small number of distinguished students in post-World War II Europe and elsewhere, including Emmanuel Levinas and Eli Weasel. Weisel. Oh, I like that name. Not much is known about M. Chuchani, including his real name, a secret which he zealously guarded. His origins are completely unknown. His gravestone, located in Montevideo, Uruguay, where he died in January 1968, reads, The wise Rabbi Chuchani of blessed, me blessed memory. His birth and his life are sealed in enigma. The text is by Eli Weissel, who paid for his gra this gravestone. The name Shushani, which means person from Shushan, hmm, is most probably an allegorical reference, or possibly a pun. Eli Weissel hypothesizes that Shushani's, or Chuchani's, real name was Mordecai Rosenbaum. Mordecai! Uh, while Hebrew University professor Shalom Rosenberg asserts that Chuchani's actual name was Hillel Perlman. Although there is no known body of works by Shushani himself, there is a very strong intellectual legacy seen in the influence on his pupils. By all accounts, Chuchani had the appearance of a vagabond and yet was re reputed to be a master of vast areas of human knowledge, including science, mathematics, philosophy, and especially the Talmud. Most of the biographical details of Chuchani's life are known from the works and interviews of his various students, as well as anecdotes of people whom he encountered during his lifetime. <clears throat> Chuchani appeared in Paris after the Second World War, where he taught between the years of 1947 and 1952. He disappeared for a while after that, evidently spent some time in the newly formed state of Israel, returned to Paris briefly, and then left for South America, where he lived until his death. Uh, and this is from and this is from you, though, right, Katie? At the end. Yeah, this is my little take on it. Little take on it. So everyone who encountered Shushani stated that he never kept a diary, had no desire to publish any of his great knowledge, and never even saw him put pen to paper. Yet Eli Weissel. Do you know if that's Weissel or? No, he was a Jewish um, professor type of guy, too. So I think it's uh, probably Weissel. L -L -E -L -E -L. I don't know. Reference manuscripts written by him. Weissel is really the main source of knowledge the world has for Shoshani. And he has known was known to write about enigmatic topics and generally promoted the great unknown. He loved a good mystery. It is believed he took great liberties in, in exaggerating Shoshani's real story or just took advantage to play up his desire to not have his origins known. <clears throat> so basically this guy just this. showed up at, you know, he showed up out of nowhere, somehow got a job as a professor or a, a teacher. And, but he, I guess he influenced a lot of very intellectual people at the time, including this Weisel guy. Hmm. So, yeah, a lot of those people. But nobody knows who he was. Yeah. They went on to be very successful people and they all referenced him as like their great inspiration in life but nobody knew anything about him um, there was a group of people that did some dna testing apparently and tried to like trace him back and that's where a few of those names that were mentioned came into play where they do think they know who he was genetically but it really doesn't fill in any of the gaps as to who he really was and how he got his knowledge and where he was educated and stuff like that right. so from what I understand, he'd, he'd disappear for periods of time when nobody would know, and then he'd just thought he'd show up and start teaching again. 
And it was yeah. weird. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Sounds like a vagabond so, to me. Uh, it's a real guy, real guy. Right. But you know, so it, it he fits out of, out of place more than out of time than anything. But it was hmm. it's a really interesting story if you de- delve deep into it. All right. So our last story of the evening, Steve, uh, Rudolph Fence. In 1951 in Times Square, in New York City, a man who looked to be about 30 years old was wandering around dressed in late 19th century clothing. He was gawking at signs and cars as if he had never seen one before. He eventually stumbled into traffic and was hit and killed by a taxi. When the morgue searched his body, they found strange objects on him. There were outdated banknotes, a copper token for a beer worth five cents from a saloon no one had ever heard of a business card with the name Rudolph Fence, and a letter dated from 1876. Despite the apparent old age of these objects, they actually looked brand new. They went to the address listed on the business card, but the people there had never heard of this man. Investigators eventually tracked down the record of a man from 1939 named Rudolph Fence Jr. He had already died, but his widow was still alive in Florida. They visited her and found out that Fence Jr.'s father had gone missing at the age of 29 in 1876, the year on the letter in the mystery man's pocket. He had disappeared after taking an evening walk and was never seen again. Investigators dug up the old missing persons report from 1876, and the description of his age, appearance, and clothing matched perfectly to the mystery man from Times Square. The lead investigator never marked the case as solved, though, for fear that people wouldn't believe him, and he'd lose his job for incompetence or mental illness. The implications are obvious here. Did this man somehow stumble into a time warp? He seemed to be catapulted into the future where he was clearly out of place. This has been a popular time travel story shared many times throughout history, but it's actually no mystery at all. The true origins of the story trace back to science fiction writer Jack Finney and his short story, I'm Scared, published in 1951. Ta-da! Jack Jack Finney. Ta-da. Yeah, I, I want to say I want to say too that somebody knows for a fact that the man from Torrid's story is bull. I'm gonna have to go back and did you listen to the old bedtime story, Katie? That I did. No, by the time I sat down to do all this, I kind of forgot. I'm sorry. I, wa- I wonder if I if I made mention of it. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, I, when I was I looking know, up. I found several things that like claim to have the real explanation, but mm-hmm. they weren't the same explanation. So it's kind of like, uh, I didn't know which one was right. And I saw them all multiple places. So you'd have right. to find the first appearance of it. And if, if the first appearance of it was online somewhere, the archive, you know, archive.org has the way back machine or whatever. You, you could probably, if with enough investigation, figure it out fairly, fairly easily, yeah. I guess. Somebody probably already has. I do got to say, tonight is a momentous occasion. Something occurred tonight that has never occurred in the history of this show. And I think you missed it. What? We got a chat bot. Oh, we no, got we've gotten them before. Bot. We got, we've gotten them before. We? Yeah, we got a chat bot before. It. Yeah, we got a chat bot before. From Twitch. Damn it. I thought I was. Yeah. I thought I was. Oh, that's from Twitch? Yeah, that's from Twitch. Ah. Twitch it. I'm getting them on, uh, we get them on YouTube too, but we get them after the show has been live. That's why. That's why I don't see them. Okay. Yep. We get them on YouTube after the show's been live. It's interesting. Some interesting shit. Well, that's good. That's good that we're getting them while we're live because that tells me that, you know, 
people are actually listening somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Doubt, I don't think so. I doubt it. I doubt that shit, Steve. Well, chatbots don't come into a lot of shows, so, so it's no? nice. It's nice to see one here. Well, it's it's on Twitch, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, Steve. So in a I can see weeks, now that you can see where they're coming from because uh, it has a little symbol by their name. I didn't. Know in a couple name. of weeks, Steve, I'm gonna be fucking tooling. I'm gonna be tooling on a fucking on a scooter, dude. I'm tooling around. Can't wait to see it. You should fucking get one. I am not. Not because I don't want one, because I don't have a use for one. Yeah, I think you'd have fun with it, though. Oh, I'd have hella fun. See, I'd see, that's the thing. That's, that's the thing. That's the thing, Steve. See, and you need a little bit of fun in your life. Yeah, but I don't fun. want to be fat man on a little bike. We talked about this before the show. Uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's a good size bike. It's a good size bike. You'll be all right. I need a pretty big scooter. 50 yeah. cc's might not be enough to move me around. I don't know. I think you'll be, be fine. They're rated for like 330 pounds. You're under that. Come on now, Steve. Yeah, I'm 250. See, I see. You're under that. You're fine. That's good to haul you all over the place. Haul you all over the place. I'm telling you. Anyhow. 670 miles to the gallon, too. It's, uh, no, it's uh, around 100. 100 miles a gallon and things. Shit, you could make it here on like three gallons of gas. Yeah, I know, right? Maybe four. Maybe. I don't know. Anyhow, I want to wrap this thing up tonight, Steve. It's fucking hot outside and I want to relax. You know what I'm saying? Too bad you ain't got a scooter. You could go out there and I know. Ride it I could cool go down. fucking out ride and just uh, enjoy the night air as it cools down. Yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks. A couple weeks, Steve. Anyhow, this has been the 40 and Slip, episode 191, People Out of Time. If you like this shit, hit that little thumbs up button. If you don't, hit the little thumbs down button, the angry face, the happy face, the whatever the fucking face you want to you wanna post. I don't give a shit. Uh, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Uh, go to Facebook.com forward slash the 40 and Slip. Give us a... Give us a little like. Give us a like. Uh, I'm going to uh, get the bedtime stories going back back up and running again. I had said earlier today I was going to do a bedtime story today. I totally spaced at that point in time that I was doing a show tonight. Um, I was not in the right frame of mind this morning. Uh, By the way, I need to unveil something to the world. Is this the appropriate time during the show to do sure. it? Sure. Sure. Is it the Sweetwater Legend? Do you? Yes, it is. Uh, I don't know if it's right appropriate on YouTube. What the there fuck? It's my very own Sweetwater Legend trading card. Oh, God. So Where did you get that to from? Tops. And there's the uh, the Steve Elkhorn version. There's 20 cards in there, so there's a significant amount. It's pretty cool. I'll pull one you out. They're real trading cards. You had those made. Yeah, anybody can. Go to tops.com and go to custom and you can How make your own trading cards. How much did that cost you, you motherfucker? Ten, 10 bucks for nine, or 20 of them. No shit. 
And they're real. I mean, they're they're good. You can see they're glossy, just oh, like yeah, a yeah. card. There. Oh yeah, get the fuck out. You can you can customize all that shit too. Nice. That's pretty cool. Those anyway, so on my channel uh, during my auctions, I'll be doing some giveaways. This will probably be involved in one of them. So you guys might want to watch every other Saturday night that we'll have one this Saturday night. All right. Sounds good, man. Those are those those are those are awesome. I'll have to check that out. Um, later on tonight, the uh, show will be up on Anchor at Anchor.fm forward slash forty and slip. Uh, as always, go check out our good friend Dreadfun at Dreadfun.com and YouTube.com forward slash Dreadfun. Uh, Fred actually commented on the picture of me and my son uh, earlier today, yesterday, <clears throat> um, and he was like, "Holy shit." I drew him when he was a kid, and now he's a man. And I was like, yes, and I'm eternally grateful for that. So go check out Fred at YouTube.com forward slash DreadFund and at DreadFund.com. Go order something from Fred. Go order a fucking picture. Pay that man some money. Put that shit in his hand. Let him draw you a fucking, fucking piece of artwork for your home. Fred's a shit. And uh, go over to gasdigitalnetwork.com. Check out High Society Radio. That's Bronx Johnny, uh, Chris from Brooklyn, Chris Stanley. Uh, Bronx Johnny is celebrating, of course, the arrival of his son. His brand new baby. Uh, junior. Yeah. Well, not junior. but it's junior. Oh, that's what I'm uh, having. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, he's... He's uh, he's loving it, and uh, I'm happy for him. So uh, go check out the boys at High Society Radio. Um, and uh, we will be back next week with yet another show. I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. It'll be something. But until then, see ya!